All right, ladies and gents, I'm here with the first ever Coffee Break with Fran, the podcast. And I'm beyond excited for this because I get to chat with inspiring entrepreneurs in our community. My name is Francesca and I'm the custom education and engagement person with Video Remix, one of the best video personalization softwares in the game. In this my inaugural episode, I'll be chatting with our VR customer and entrepreneur, Tracy Allen. Tracy has an amazing story to share about perseverance, dedication, following that little voice and overcoming some of life's biggest obstacles to being one of our star customers and entrepreneur. Before we jump into our chat with Tracy, I wanted to give our community some background on why we created this podcast series. Now, our community is filled with individuals from different walks of life who are trying to get to that same goal of being a successful entrepreneur, specifically with video. This series showcases a few of the individuals in our community who are doing the damn thing and getting real results. We want to use this podcast as a source of inspiration and motivation through storytelling and testimonials. We have real people getting real results, going through the struggle and coming out the other end. We want you to hear their story and then go get it for yourself, whatever it might be for you. So with that, let's jump into the chat with Tracy. I'm from Pittsburgh, PA, born and raised. And as a little girl, you you were asking like what inspired me. And yeah. so a lot of times you grow, you 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 live your life, and then you start looking back and wondering where did this thing come from? Where did that thing come from? Right. So I'm going to say part of what inspired me to inspired me to get into the world of marketing and advertising is from the television show Bewitched. Really? If you're familiar with yeah, if you're familiar yeah. with that show, Darren Stevens, I am. he worked yeah. in an ad uh, agency, and I just thought yeah. it was pretty cool that his job was to go out and come up with slogans that made sense for the business and all of that stuff. I thought it was pretty hot, and um, it inspired me to say, "Well, I want to go into commercial art." So, in my uh, high school years. My junior year, I took visual communications, and my senior year, I took commercial art. Um, but then I, I said, you know what? I, I'm not feeling people judging me on how I drew something and telling me I got to do it different. So I said, I don't want to do this stuff, right? Right. So I decided, I said, well, I'm, I'm, I want to be a flight attendant. You know, we're all over the place. You know, there's all kinds of things in the world, so we're all over the place. So anyway. I said, I want to be a flight attendant. I go to school in Kissimmee, Florida for the travel industry. I graduate. I go back home to Pittsburgh. I'm looking for a job in the newspaper as we did back in the 80s. And I uh, come across an ad that said, travel, training, great pay, great benefits. And I was like, oh, let me call this toll-free number. And so I'm on the phone with this guy, and he's saying all these really cool things. But then he says, you do know this is dealing with the U.S. Navy, don't you? And I'm oh, wow. Like, I, I don't see that anywhere in this ad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, deceptive advertising right there, misleading. <laughs> and I guess it said something, but I it wasn't fit. It wasn't the big print. So I was like, whatever, sign me up. I'm ready to go. So I joined the U.S. Navy and um, 
I went into the aviation side because I still had the whole flight travel thing in my brain. Um, but then I decided to move into the field of communications. And so my last two years of the act, active, duty, active, active duty service was in Japan um, working for a um, receiver site in communications, dealing with message traffic, top secret information wow. and stuff like that. That sounds like so much fun. <laughs> I don't know about fun, but you know, it was an honor that I had earned my, my clearance to be able to deal with that type of um, information. And, and yeah. I felt really proud to be on the protective side of America, you know? Right. That's so, awesome. Yeah. So then I get out and I go into the reserves and I go back to Pittsburgh and I'm like, man, I've been dying to get out and go back home. But th and nobody here is doing anything. You know, people don't seem to be motivated. Like the same people that were here when I left, they're here now. And all of my, my female friends, you know, now they have children. They don't have husbands. They can't go nowhere. They can't do anything. And I'm, you know, 20 in my early 20s. And I'm like, man, look, let's go party. Oh, I don't have anybody watch my kids. I was like, man, this sucks. And so <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> I uh, go into the, you know, I'm in the reserves and a friend of mine, she said, oh, we could do our two years active duty over in Naples, Italy. I said, oh, that's pretty cool. But I didn't say I wanted to go. But the next thing I know, she comes back. She says, I signed us up. I'm like, oh, wow. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Talk about that adventure. <laughs> you know? So I'm like, all right, well, okay. So we get to Italy and, and we uh, arrive and, and the Navy has what's called the quarter deck where you're checking in with the person um, to let them know that, you know, you're here on the base and your purpose of being on the base and so on and so forth. And um, there's this really cute guy that's working the quarter deck. But um, I'm so I'm like, hey, yeah, where's the parties? And he's like, well, you know, I can't really go anywhere, but this guy right here would be happy to take you. So there's this guy standing behind him. He's got his arms folded. He's got this ball cap pulled down in his face. And I'm thinking, he looks like a thug. I was like, no, nah, that's okay. And so, <laughs> <laughs> and so the guy says, no, really, he don't mind you. He's like, will you? Do you mind, Alan? And he's like, no, I'll take them, you know, because it's me and my girlfriend. Right. So I'm like, okay, all right. So he comes to pick us up. And he cleans up really nice. He's got nice waves in his hair. He's got a cardigan sweater, some slacks. I'm like, oh, this, this guy looks all right. All right. <laughs> Long story short, somewhere along the way, we fell in love with each other. And that became our <laughs> awesome. And he got, he left Naples before I did. I was only there for two weeks, but he left before I did. And he was stationed in Philadelphia. He got stationed oh. in Philly. I'm in Pittsburgh, and so we started visiting. Eventually, we got married, and um, eventually, we, we wound up living in Sicily, Italy for three years, and that's where my daughter was born. She was born over in, actually, Naples, but um, we, she was born over in Italy. Awesome. So then we come here to San Diego, 1994, and the entrepreneurial bug hit me pretty much as soon as I got here. Like, I got here to San Diego, and I was pregnant with my son at this time, and I just felt like... I need to do something. I, I, I feel like I need to be a part of this community. And so the first thing I did was I volunteered for an organization that you were, you could be a big sister to another female that was pregnant right. so that you could just kind of guide her through the, the 
I think it was called the um, the rebirth or, or the birthing the birth birthing project or something like that. So anyway, I said, well, you know, I'm pregnant. I'll I'll help somebody else out while I'm pregnant. You know, I've got a husband and a daughter already. I, you know, and um, that that began this journey here in San Diego of connecting with other entrepreneurs and just feeling a connection to the community and wanting to see the community do well. And at that time I was working for the Navy, but again, the entrepreneur bug hit me hard in the nineties. And I just felt like, man, I, I, I can do something. I, I want to get out there and do more and, and make more and, and, and free my husband. If he doesn't want to keep working for the Navy, I want him to be able to retire early, you know? Right. And, but, you know, I just didn't really know what the heck I was going to do. And so I had a vending machine business. I was selling uh, nutritional weight loss pills and vitamins. And, you know, I just went through this crazy journey. Ultimately, my husband and I, we got divorced. And then I'm trying to raise the kids and still having this bug. It's like once that bug hits you, it's, yeah. it, it's just hard to let it go. And, um, but it was a struggle. And so I, I took odd jobs here and there and then, you know, trying to make sure my kids were okay. And, you know, so it was just, it was just a, 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 a struggle. And in 2010, I was working for a car dealership and I got laid off. Um, the, the dealership was going to go out of business. And I was like, man, you know what? I'm going to just, I'm going to start my own business again, but this online thing, I'm, I'm going to do this thing, you know? And so I was telling a friend of mine, he said, well, whatever you do, make sure that you implement video because that's where everything is going. And I said, well, what do you mean? Like, what do I do with it? And he said, I don't know. He said, but whatever you do, you have to have video. So I took it upon myself to learn how to create videos. Now, looking back on that conversation, I get it that he was just saying, make sure that if I'm, if I'm going to do whatever business, I need to make sure that I do videos for that business. Right. But I turned it into my business to do videos for other oh, people. Yeah, exactly. You kind of took and, it a step further. Yeah, you know, but I, that's, that's what came to me. And so the, the way I got into it was I took my little digital camera and I just started going to, uh, I went to this event and there was all of these different vendors and I'm just looking at the people out there trying to sell their products. And I was like, man, look at these people. I said, you know what? I'm going to just start asking people, do they want to be on YouTube? So I did. I started asking people, you want to be on YouTube? And they're like, yeah. I was like, okay. I said, well, tell me who you are and what you do. And hey. so I, I went around just collecting those little video clips and stuff. And so I ultimately I said, you know what? I'm going to start a show called the, what do you do show? And I did that on YouTube and every Wednesday at 12 o'clock noon Pacific standard time, I would upload a new show on who a person was in San Diego and what they do. And my goal with that was to give them that authoritative view online to, to make sure that they had a video for their business that spoke about why they're doing what they do. And right. just like when you're watching the news and you see people that are, um, brought onto the news to talk about a particular subject, you look to them as an expert. You say, oh, right. okay, I trust that person. Somebody's interviewing them. And so it's not so much about the interviewee or, or the interviewer, it's about the interviewee. Right. And so that was my goal, you know? And so I did that and I, I, I made it where it was kind of fun. So one of my first ones was uh, my, my friend that was a massage therapist. I had her to give me a massage 
while I interviewed her on why she does what she does. Right. And, uh, and so it was a lot of fun, a lot of work because I was now teaching myself how to edit. Yeah. Exactly. And, uh, <laughs> and oh my gosh, there were times I would get so frustrated, but everything I learned how to do, I learned from watching videos on YouTube. Yeah. So I would be up at two, three, four o'clock in the morning, just watching videos, trying to watch and implement watch and implement and try to do this software and that software and it was it was a chore so um fast forward to now you know ultimately i, I left doing all of that because once i started telling people i can't i need to get paid i don't have any money and then it became hard for me to find people to interview so i just like okay moving on and um in 2017 i got diagnosed with breast cancer um, and it, it, it hindered me in, um, really being the video person that I had been, right. um, all of a sudden my thoughts weren't clear. I wasn't able to move around the way I had been in the past. And, um, and it just became so much of a struggle that I just was like, okay, I, I can't do this. And that made it a big, big challenge financially because I had no income whatsoever. I had nothing coming in. I, I couldn't apply for state disability because I was an entrepreneur. I didn't have uh, some sort of disability insurance that I was paying into, so I couldn't get anything there. Social Security said, oh, you know, you're, you, you need to be uh, uh, close to death. Um, <laughs> and <laughs> you're not close enough to death, so you get nothing. So <laughs> I was like, wow. wow. <laughs> so 2017, 2018 was pretty much a nightmare uh, financially. And in 2000, the end of 2018 is when I saw Jamie's email about text videos. And at this time, I'm trying to pull myself together and trying to figure out what can I do so I can start generating some income for myself because, you know, right. this is this is crazy. Now, there are programs that helped me, you know, because you've got programs out there that help uh, cancer victims and stuff like that. So there were funds that helped pay rent and stuff. And then I was blessed to have um, my property managers that just they understood and they worked with me. Oh, my God, they worked with me. Wow, and so, um, right, you know, but I was also doing Lyft and Uber prior to the treatments. And um, ultimately, I lost my car, um, you know, once I had no money coming in because I couldn't drive. <clears throat> Excuse right. me, I just couldn't do it. And so anyway, in 2018 is when I saw text videos and I fell in love with that software and it inspired me to get back into doing videos. And, um, and then, you know, being a part of the communities, the, the text video community, yeah, the text video community and ultimately drop mock and ultimately video remix and just loving all of this cool software and, and just, you know, and people loving what I was doing and, right. you know, so it was like, okay. So people say, Oh, Tracy, how'd you do that? You know, I had no problem helping people because it was, it, it was a pleasure to be able to do that. And thinking yeah. back when I first, the very first video I ever put out, I got ready to upload a video and I said to myself, oh my gosh, I'm about to put my, my face and everything out to the world. This is scary. I, I can't do it. I don't want people criticizing me. What if they don't like my, my hair, my teeth, my color, you know? Right. Um, and so 
there was a little voice that said, it's not about you. It's just not about you. And so when you take that message and you move forward and, and, and you just let, let your spirit guide you, your good spirit guide you and do what you know is right. What you feel is right. And what I felt was right was to help people. I had people telling me, Tracy, you know, you, you give away too much. You, you, you're sharing too much. Why don't you, you know, keep this and, you know, create a course, make people pay for it. And I'm like, yeah, I hear you. And it wasn't like I didn't need the money. (laughs) I just just was like, man, look, look, I I just, right now this person's asking this question and I, I, I have a hard time turning my back on people. So, you know, it was what it was. Right. So in 2000, um, in 2000, this year, 19 2019 an opportunity came up that seemed like it was perfect for me because by this time although I had enjoyed creating all these videos I was just kind of at a point where I said you know what I no longer want to be the person that has to find the business that has to create the work that has to do the admin that has to do yeah I I was just tired right and um and so an opportunity came to me and it seemed like it was going to be the perfect fit but then it turned out that it 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 didn't work out it just didn't work out and it left me in a in a bad situation because i had invested a hundred percent of my time into it but then um very recently you know just getting to that point where i was just tired and i think i think when we persist in doing something i don't know i i don't know if maybe it's life's test that says we're going to see just how sincere you are and push you to that brink and then lift you back up (laughs) and so i was pushed to that brink where i was just like i don't want to do this anymore i was getting really depressed and then all of a sudden everything turned like on a dime all of a sudden i had opportunities coming to me that provided me income one of my most recent clients she she saw my profile i had i had responded to something on dean gracioso's post you know if you're familiar with him uh, motivational speaker entrepreneur all of this stuff i had said something on one of his posts a long time ago but somebody saw my post and she, without even watching any of my videos, she said, this is who I want to work for me. I, I, I need her to help me. Wow. That's awesome. And, and she was, she is one of my highest paying clients. Wow. That's incredible. There, there are a few things that I've taken away from what you've said. Um, first thing is you have to give to get as an entrepreneur. It's your, your journey and your story says that you've given a lot and you constantly give and you're kind of reaping those rewards now. And I think a lot of people need to hear that because a lot of people find themselves in similar situations where they try and they try and they try and they fail and they get depressed and they give up. And, and um, the second thing I have to say is that being an entrepreneur is a struggle and your story is like... Um, basically you know exemplifying that because 
you what you what you've gone through to get to where you are and now um these opportunities has been a struggle you know with um breast cancer and you know no income and all of that so i think those are two like absolutely important points do you mind if i edit some of this into the podcast because i'm not sure if all of this is going to <laughs> you know i feel like i feel like i need to use this for the podcast instead of asking my lame questions because this is like so much more <laughs> interesting than than what you would than what you would have to answer i think but that's what i that's what i get from it and i think that's awesome that you've gotten to that point where opportunities now are opening up for you yeah the universe yeah. is opening up all of these opportunities and that's yeah like, that's incredible yes yes no absolutely you know um i'm i'm open um and 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 that's another thing you know while i was going through breast cancer um i was open and I vlogged about my journey. And, you know, so one of the things that I think is most important for me personally is to be transparent. And because that's how you help people. You know, a lot of times if people think, oh, your world is just peachy king, I can never achieve what you're achieving because, you know, your, your life is golden. No, it's not. My attitude, I've been blessed with the right attitude to deal with right. life's challenges. Exactly. That's it. Because this has not been easy. <laughs> yeah, it is. Unfortunately, I'm just, I'm just, I've always just been that positive person. And so my mom, even my mom has always admired that about me is that, you know, I, I just move through, I move through and I smile and I keep going. How has Video Remix and Smart Videos helped you on your journey? Love you guys at Video Remix. <laughs> 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 I, do, I do i love the i'm telling you this the past year or so is when i became connected to you guys right and um and it, it has just been a joy because i i love what smart video does i love being able to give people the opportunity to move forward with their videos you know um yeah. actually it's making me lazy to where now i don't want to create videos i'm like look just give me your video and i'll, I'll do the smart oh, video i'll do it <laughs> <laughs> i'll just personalize your video just give me yeah. what you got you you need leads look just give me your video and, and i'll get them for you exactly because now you've got the video that you love we don't have to worry about tracy's creativity we're just going to go with what you already love and I'm just going to go ahead and make it where it's like giving you leads, giving your viewers options. And so I love that. I love what Video Remix does in terms of wanting to help its community to be better, not just, not even just in the products, but as a, as a person, as an entrepreneur. So like what you're doing right now, this is something that you want to be able to put out to help the people that's in the community to feel right. better about who they are and understand that there is a process understand that the journey is not always easy but to stick with it and and if they do that then they're going to love it they're going to they're going to there's a reward at the end of all, all the madness so yep. um you know the trainings and and the technology that video remix provides just you know has just been a blessing i i think that we are able to are you familiar with the show the bionic man no i'm not <laughs> before your time girl <laughs> maybe maybe <laughs> <laughs> 
but but there used to be a show uh, where it was called the Bionic Man or the Six Million Dollar Man, and uh, the guy he was I think a, a pilot or something like that. Anyway, he wound up getting hurt real bad, and they wanted to bring him back faster and stronger and better than before and so he had like a bionic eye and a bionic arm and he could run like super top speeds and stuff like that and so again that's what we're doing with video remix right like before i'm taking your video that you already love and i'm just making it bionic for you awesome there you go there's your slogan <laughs> <laughs> like throughout this throughout this chat you have you have popped out so many slogans and i'm like oh my god there's a slogan there there's a slogan there there's a tagline there oh my god that can be used in this it's it's, it's pretty awesome so our last question mm -hmm. um this is for our community mm -hmm. what is one piece of advice that you would share with our community Pretty much what I just finished saying, how good you guys are um, with, you know, the trainings and the, the technology that you provide. So the biggest piece of advice I would say is for people to stick with you guys, you yeah. know, make sure that you're tuned in um, to the trainings because you're, you're going to learn something that's going to benefit your business, which will help you to benefit other people's businesses you're going to learn something about yourself to make you a stronger person to want to stick with it so that would be the main thing that i can say about um you know uh, to the audience to say just, just hang in there keep keep coming up keep showing up There you have it, guys, our very own Tracy Allen giving you her entrepreneurship journey. There are a few takeaways I think you need to leave with. One, to receive, you have to give, no matter how big or small, and it could be just giving information, you know, knowledge transfer, but just give. Two, entrepreneurship is a journey. It's a marathon and not a sprint. Pace yourself, but stay on course. And three, never give up, but be flexible and open to change. Stick with it. Now make sure you give the show a follow if you guys liked it so that you can get notified when new episodes drop. That's our time and I'll see you in the next one.